What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Breck Latney On Air with host Elijah Kelly. Join us as we interview the sharpest up-and-coming artists, producers, engineers, A&Rs, and more. Using this platform, we intend to show you what it's like to be on the rise in the music industry. Welcome back to Breck Latney On Air. Today we have our guest, producer Kitty Goggles. Kitty, introduce yourself. Hey everyone, how's it going? I'm Kitty Goggles. I'm a producer and sound designer. Okay, so how did you how did you get into music? What's your story? <laughs> um, I feel like I, I've always just gravitated towards the music industry, towards creative people, towards um, creating sounds and environments for artists to speak into. Um, so it wasn't really much of like an effort to 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 really pursue music. It just kind of was something that I I had to do. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, yeah. I really like the way you said that to create environments for artists to speak in. That is such a unique way to like really romanticize production. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. That, that is super dope. Um, so like, were you making music since you were a kid? Um, like and then so you yeah. you're actually going to school for something non-music related so yes. so what what made you uh also take this career like what 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 are your goals with your music production yeah so right now i'm in a master's program at georgia tech for human computer interaction and the way that i approach hci um, is that I feel like the music industry needs part of that user experience design, part of that human-computer interaction to take it to the next level. So in kind of studying that and adding like some of my passions for like technology and science to music, I've been able to kind of make like a really good combination of passions in, in production. Um, and yeah, I've been doing production since I've... I mean, I guess I've been writing since I was a kid. Okay. Um, there's a journal. <laughs> there's like a journal that I wrote when I was like six or something. I was like, I will write an album and I will do this. And so I just remember that if I ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so I'm not gonna do it. That's that's pretty interesting. So I, I don't really fully grasp what you're what you're trying to do. So I don't I don't know if you could break it down in like simpler terms. So like you plan on, you know, using your field to build in the music production as well. Like how, how, you know, how do you plan on doing that? Right. So my degree is kind of related to like how humans interact with technology or any sort of interface that we might encounter on our phones and our computers. Um, and since the pandemic started, a lot of the music industry has shifted to these digital platforms, to these online experiences. Um, and so I found it really valuable to have mentors and kind of approach music production from um, the human computer interaction perspective, just because I feel like since these music creative spaces are moving to digital platforms, 
it's important for us to have experts that are both musical and technologically um, uh, equipped to kind of help artists. Um, and yeah. so that's how I kind of see myself okay. fitting in. No, that's that's super interesting. So um, just a simple question. How did you come up with your producer name? Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a photo of me as a kid. And I just like I'm just like a little kid. I've got my like floaties on. I'm ready to go. Come yeah. out of the pool. I've got my giant goggles on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it looks ridiculous. Like I look ridiculous. But um, when I was choosing an artist name, like this photo just kind of kept coming to mind. Um, I just liked, you know, I liked that moment. That moment was me as a child, like as a kid, yeah. just seeing the world through these like giant lenses. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I mean, I figured that was much. I didn't want to assume because you had gog. I mean, goggles that you had glasses. I was yeah, like, I <laughs> I was yeah, like, I, mean, I do have glasses. I know. So I was like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, do you have any like inspirations? Because I listened to. Uh, you know, your most recent tracks that you released with a dot. And, and I really yes. found that, you know, okay, you definitely do are a sound designer um, because the sounds that you were using was, you know, um, it was like euphoric kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so do you have any like uh, artists or producers that inspired or, you know, um, yeah, just inspired your music? Absolutely. Um, so there's a few different female producers that I've really looked up to the last, um, ever since I started producing one artist that I found in 2018, Kilo Kish. Um, she's an amazing producer and artist, and I think she's based out of LA, but she makes these just like amazing poetic songs that are, they're like spoken word poetry, but they're also like these like stories, these stories, these sound stories. Yeah. Um, and so listening to her album, I was like, music can do this? Like, this <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Wonder Girl, she, I remember watching like a video of her producing a beat like on YouTube. And I was like, this is sick. Like, yeah. she's she's doing it. She's like producing for for everybody, like killing it. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just drew inspiration from these female producers who were just not afraid to really push the boundaries of what existed before. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, and, I, and I definitely feel like the music industry lacks a lot of female pr like producers and and like engineers and stuff like that. The music industry is definitely male dominated. Mm -hmm. um, and so with that comes certain challenges uh, being the only woman in a room and figuring out how to navigate certain situations where you are the only woman in the room. Yeah. Um, but I view it as an opportunity and a challenge to kind of be the person that I needed to see when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I didn't see, I didn't see, I saw female artists, not a lot, many, but I didn't see females doing like the kind of stuff that I really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, my goal in doing what I'm doing. Like, I just want to be visible for, you know, younger women who need to see yeah. me doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, 
um, if anything, it, it should definitely motivate you. You know what I mean? To just be in that yes. space and just to kill it. And you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. But that's, that's definitely something that I, re- I realized. Um, but it's definitely changing. Like, I know, um, I, what's her name? I found this artist slash producer. I think her name is Abel Tries Her Best or something like that. Oh, nice. And she, and she kills it. She plays the drums, guitar. Oh. And I'm like, and I'm like fangirling on TikTok at like five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like he killed. <laughs> I love it. That's a vibe. Yeah. TikTok for real. at five o'clock in the morning. That's a vibe. <laughs> and, you, and you got work at seven o'clock is like, oh, goodness. <laughs> so no. how did, how did you find yourself with Spinach Gang and, and Brad, you know, um, I've definitely spoke with with a lot of you guys, um, um, and then you came into the picture. So, uh, how did you find yourself with them? Yeah. Um, so, I was working on a, des- a design project with a couple friends from school, and Adot actually was the person who lined up that design project, and we were working with this um, organization and business, Rhymes with Reason. And so I was doing an interaction design, product design uh, project with them. That's uh, part of the work that I do. And so Brad was also a member of this team. And so that was the first time that I had the chance to meet with him and speak with him. And, um, and following the completion of the project, you know, uh, we just stayed in touch. And I, you know, I, I was observing, um, his passion for the music industry. And I, I also expressed like passion for the music industry. And he reached he reached out to me and he's like, Hey, um, like, would you be willing to send some samples of some of your work? Um, we'd be interested in like expanding our team of producers. And so I sent some samples over. Um, I had a couple phone calls or conversations with Brandon and Brad. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to be a part of the team. Like I really think the mission of spinach and the emphasis on mental health are so important to me personally. And um, I just really wanted to be able to be a part of a team that was where you share the same passion and enthusiasm for music and artists and empowering artists. Yeah. Um, and I, I really do like what Brad's doing. I think he's a smart dude and, uh, he's compassionate. Um, you know, he really does care about, you know, he emphasizes on artists actually paying attention to mental health and stuff like that. And being a producer, um, you know, I started to really think about it cause you know, making music is fun and putting everything out there for the world to see it is fun, but at the end of that fun, sometimes you end up having lows and stuff when it comes to like, you, you know, even making music when you're on like, when you're on that high, you know what I mean? Um, so right. I really, I really think it's dope with, with Brad's doing. Um, so do you see yourself, uh, is there any projects you're working on with, uh, with spinach? Yeah. Um, so I, there is a short film that is being, uh, that is just, announced today um but it's going into production soon and i'm looking forward to working with the spinach team on that project and then some other projects in the works but i'm not going to share them right now no no yeah yeah i was actually (laughs) yeah no i was actually wondering about the short film um so, so so what is this all about um 
So Periodolia is a short film directed by John Bartley and executive produced by Brad. Um, and I feel like I don't want to speak too much about <laughs> it just because I don't want to like, That's fine. <laughs> you know, it's someone else's like, you know, work, yeah. but I'm looking forward to being a part of that project yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, being on the team. No worries. I, like, I don't want to, I don't want to peel it out of you. I didn't know what you could <laughs> no, or couldn't say. No, you're good. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> I'm excited though. <laughs> well, now you got me excited. I'm like, okay, now I want to, I want to see what's going Very on. secretive. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so, uh, so what are your thoughts on the uh, current music industry, like today's music climate? What are your thoughts on it? Right. Um, kind of in the beginning, I mentioned a little bit about how I see it shifting more towards digital and remote environments. And I still see that now. Um, I know that streaming platforms and like the current channels for artists to support themselves financially, um, it's be- well, it's just become more difficult for artists to be able to survive on their work, um, especially since the pandemic affected touring and touring yeah. is how artists are able to make money and merch. Um, so as the current music environment, I'm seeing it as a very fluid and shifting environment. Yeah. Um, I In the next five years there's probably going to be a major shift um towards something related to incorporating a more digital experience in music um but it's an it's an exciting time to be a part of music it's definitely hard i don't know what what do you think do you like how do you how do you feel like someone should navigate through like just oversaturation right um yeah, so I guess like we kind of talked briefly about it, like TikTok has become an environment where very talented individuals can share their talent with the world. And same thing with like multiple other social media platforms or the availability of uh, ways to make music online and share it. Um, I am of the opinion that I feel like everyone has such like a very unique thing to say or like story to tell, then like I'm for it. Like everybody share your story, do your yeah. thing, you know? Um, it I, is. I feel yeah, like, I feel like I was going to say, like, I was going to say, cause I actually feel like, I feel like people don't do that enough. I feel like, you know, even though there's an oversaturation of artists, um, I feel like so many artists spend too much time, you know, so there's a difference between like drawing inspiration from artist, other artists that you like and, you know, that's not technically copying them, but trying to sound like whatever's popular instead of like whatever you are organically feeling or talking about your story. And it's funny because I feel like, you know, this is my opinion, but I see a trend like mm-hmm. the artists that end up, you know, even make being more successful are the ones that tell a story that people can relate to. You know what I mean? Um Absolutely. Yeah. So um, what motivates you to create just in general? You seem like a very creative person. Um, and I know at times we lose our motivation and we have to find it. Well, what motivates you to keep going and creating? Yeah. Um, I've always just kind of felt this like intrinsic draw, this need to create. Like I just have to. It's like a part of my it's 
it is a part of the way that I like maintain and, and protect and nurture my mental health. Um, I, I feel like as far as like creative things go, a lot of times I'll just like have a moment where I have something in mind and I just like have to do it. Yeah. Um, if I like think of a song and I need to do it, then I need to do it. <laughs> um, but I really am motivated by other friends and creatives just around me too. Like I love just having the chance to, to hang out with friends and, and musicians and artists. And that that's like invaluable. Yeah. Um, just being able to have a community. Yeah. No. And I, and I completely yeah. agree with that because for a while there, I was like an Island when it came to just like producing music. And the only con with that was like, okay, I enjoy making the music, but now I'm like thinking about putting music out and I didn't really have anyone to like listen to my music to tell me what they thought. You know, I had my wife, but she's right. like, she's not musical. So she's like, yeah, it's okay. Now I feel like it's just like my mom, I, your mom's not going to tell you you're ugly. So, um, but, <laughs> um, so I actually found out that one of my coworkers, uh, you know, actually played the guitar, sung piano and everything. And I got with him and just him being in a room playing the piano and speaking, I'm just like coming up with ideas like crazy. Right. Um, so I definitely agree with that. Um, that's that's something that I feel like it's very important to have just a community of creatives around you to help you in your process. Um, Absolutely. Do you have a process when it comes to your production? How do you approach making <laughs> making music? Um, I would say that it's probably different every time, to be honest. Okay. But I think as far as music in general is concerned, it's a feeling more than it is anything else. Um, so whenever I'm making a song or a beat or anything else, like I will most often try not to think too much about the, like the techie part of it yeah. and just go towards like, just mess with sounds until it makes me feel something. And then once that happens, I'm like, we're good. Like that's the sound I go with. Yeah. Um, and what you were saying about, uh, like, as far as, like, collaboration, too, like, whenever I'm with my friends and we're making music, um, it's that same thing. It's the same process almost every time. Like, you just kind of mess around until you find that feeling. Yeah. And then you go with that. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, that's something I lack that you're talking about like sitting down and like sound designing until you get a sound that you like. That's something that I have no patience for. <laughs> it's tedious. It's very tedious. You know, it just turning knobs and, you know, but, and I agree with you, like to, to get the sound that you like, because that can definitely inspire you. I really suck at that. Like the first thing I do is just go in there. I'll have like a song idea and I'm just like, put everything down and, I, and they're like it doesn't sound like the way I thought it's because I didn't do right. what you were no. just talking about <laughs> yeah no so one thing that when I first started producing I used to get extremely frustrated like really quickly just because you know I had this idea and I couldn't make it happen like I was like this is terrible yeah. like you know but I think the more like there's the feeling but then I also try to approach music 
like it's a science, like it's a skill um, because it, it is like, you know, you do have to like do like <laughs> the tedious work, the yeah. really annoying things. Uh, but then that like last final product, it's just, it's just worth it. Yep. I completely agree. Um, so what do you feel like is the most important thing a producer should do if they want to have a successful career? Um, Obviously, this yourself. is subjective, yeah. so it's subjective. <laughs> right, I was like, you won't uh, be you won't be held against this. This is subjective. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Years from now, I'm going to be like, why didn't I do <laughs> something different? <laughs> no, um, for me personally, it's just surrounding myself with good people, people I trust, um, people who are passionate about the same things that I am, and who are genuine. And I think at the end of the day like success is also a subjective measure Yeah. to me. I'm like, you know, if I'm making music and, and people and it resonates with one person, like yeah. one person really feels something from that. Then I'm like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> like I did, I did good. Oh, um, yep. And, and that's, that's true. Six, success is, it is sub, uh, subjective. It, it just depends on what, what situation you want to be in. You know, success doesn't always equal money. You know what I'm saying? If right. you're happy doing what you want and you're comfortable with the amount of money that you're making, you know, with the stuff that you're doing, then you that's successful to you. Or if you right. want to be rich and that's what you want to be, then that's successful for you. So I completely agree. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite like beat or song that you worked on? Um. Well, I mean, recently I, I worked on the Laquan Smith score um it was a a a promotional video like um highlighting his show at the top of the empire state building in the spring 2022 collection um so in that process in the journey towards creating that score um i understood how important it was for me to get it right yeah (laughs) Um, so that was definitely stressful, but yeah. also exciting. <laughs> yeah, I actually did see that. I saw I saw portions of it. Um, and nice. well, Brad directed it, right? Yeah, yes, actually, yes. yeah. I did oh well, Emmanuel, Emmanuel directed. Emmanuel directed it, it, and Brad was the executive producer. Executive yes. producer, that's what it was. Yeah, I did yes. check that out. It was super dope. Um, nice. All right, Kitty. Before we go, um, two things. Um, if you have, do you have any advice for anyone aspiring to become a producer? Yeah, um, I would say just like don't be the person that holds yourself back because I feel like for a long time I was the person that was really holding myself back because um, you're scared or you're just like you're not confident in what you can do. But just keep creating, keep making stuff, and you're gonna do what you need to do. No <laughs> so doubt. Just keep making things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me on Spotify. If you want to look there, if you want to see some of my visual design work, you can look on Instagram at Kitty Goggles. All right. You guys heard it. All right, Kitty. It was a dope interview. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on tonight. Yeah. So nice to talk to you. Yes. Have a good night. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.